Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Been a stack of Supercoach content on the potty today. So I thought we'd go through our Instagram story that we put up the other day. Uh, Kempi put a question up off the back of our Monday podcast, which was, who has been the best talent unearthed in the 2022 NRL season? So it doesn't have to be a rookie playing their first season or second season, but it could be someone that's maybe played a couple of years that has all of a sudden improved out of sight. There's a number of ways uh, that you could answer this one. So I'm going to go through all of your responses on my Instagram story. There's a fair whack here, so we'll go through and talk about those. The first one comes from Shame the Magnificent, says Cow's back rower. Uh, I assume he means Jeremiah Nanai, and I agree. I think he's been sensational. He gets a mention on a number of occasions here. Um, I mean, he played last year, and he looked good. I, I, I honestly thought that Hylam Lukey was probably the better guy at the start of this season, uh, and Cowboys people that, are, that, that know the guys up there have been saying Nanai for a long time. They've been beating this drum forever, and good God, weren't they right? What an incredible talent, talent Nanai has turned out to be. Some of the stuff he's done is just unheard of in our game. Crazy the amount of tries he scored and crazy just how consistently he does it, but how he consistently does it in different ways. He's almost consistently inconsistent with how he manages to do it. He's just an absolute freak. You know, we saw him score off of these amazing kicks, but then we've seen over the last few weeks him run some brilliant lines. And then we saw in Origin that all of a sudden he could just turn into this monster that was taking tough hit-ups out of his own hand, coming up with offloads, whether he was on his own five-meter line or the opposition five-meter line. Incredible season for Nana. I'm sure uh, he will get a few mentions throughout this. Our next one comes from the bright, the great dribbler himself, Bradley. Says Isaac Tungo and May. Uh, obviously, both played. I think May played one game of first grade last year. Isaac played about three or four. Uh, actually, I think he might have been five or six by the end of the season because he didn't qualify for Rookie of the Year. And yeah, that left edge has been amazing. Um, not too narrow in Helm, but if you listen to the podcast at the start of the year, we raved about these guys, especially Isaac Tungo. And uh, to be honest with you, they've exceeded my expectations. I was incredibly high on these two, and they've exceeded my expectations. So uh, sensation to see how 
how they've gone this year. I've been very, very impressed with them. And if you had been watching, you know, New South Wales Cup over the last two or three years and you'd watched the Panthers in particular, uh, you would have well and truly known that these two were going to be great. It just was interesting to see how long it was going to take. And seemingly it took two weeks for them to find their groove and they've been great ever since. And I personally think um, they will be a premiership winning uh, center wing combo in about a month's time. So unreal stuff there for Isaac Tungo and Taylor May. Great shout. Uh, Justy2007 says, Nanai, good shout again. Drew Barr, 07, Dylan Brown. Now, we spoke about this at nauseam during the preseason that we think Dylan Brown has been like this for the last few years. He's just starting to get the stats and everything to fall his way now, which is great to see. He deserves them. Um, and I understand why people say he's been an unearthed talent. I, I personally don't think he is. I think it's been there the last few years. If you watched him closely and you just watched his impact on this Parramatta Eels team over the last few years, I don't think he's been that far below where he is right now. It's just that he's got a little bit more confidence and he's becoming uh, more of a one-man instead of a two-man man now in this Parramatta Eels side. So don't disagree with Dylan Brown, but I do think he's been really hard done by until this season, people not putting the proper respect that they should on his name. But he is getting uh, the applaudance that he should have got the last few years now. So great to see for Dylan Brown. Curtis.m says, Cody Ramsey, I was so against this one. I could not believe that Hook was playing Cody Ramsey over Tyrell Sloan. Um, look, I think Ramsey's been really impressive to finish the year. I don't know if he's been better than what Tyrell Sloan could have possibly been, but Ramsey was a lot better than what I thought he would be. So uh, I can't say that Hook got this one wrong. Uh, I'm not exactly sure if he got it right, to be perfectly honest with you. I still think that Tyrell Sloan's got more upside. You would have been better off getting time into him. But there's no doubt that Cody Ramsey's played some really good footy at fullback, which I didn't think he was capable uh, of playing, to be honest with you. So Cody Ramsey's a really good shout. Uh, Collier underscore Adam, not Talakai, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, I get a little bit pissed off with the negativity towards Talakai. I, uh, like, respectfully to people that run with this opinion, each to their own, but I don't understand how you can possibly um, come to this understanding. I mean, he had that huge game against uh, Morgan Harper, you know, was it 10, 12 weeks ago where he scored all these unbelievable tries. We're all raving about him. It was sensational to see. And I think he scored one try since then. So I assume that people are sitting back going, oh, well, he's not scoring tries, so he's shit. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous fucking opinion to come up with. It blows me away. He's averaging 173 run meters at center. Uh, I know we all want the highlights and we grow up in the, you know, the TikTok and the Twitter era where we're all looking for little clips and highlights and everything, but Fuck me. Watch his games and watch the amount of meters he eats up and how good he is for the Cronulla Sharks. He may not be a Val Holmes, an electric guy scoring two tries every week, but what he does, no other center really does in our game. I personally think the Talakai, um, everyone having a go at him for his Cronulla performances is absolute dribble because he's been sensational for them um, the entire year. Went to origin, didn't handle that stage overly well, which is incredibly disappointing. But as far as his Sharks performances go, I don't understand how anyone that understands rugby league could come away from this season and try and bag him. Um, that blows me away. I think it's incredibly stupid. Our next one comes from Dom McMahon. Says, Tommy did and I agree here 100%. Dearden obviously was unwanted by the Brisbane Broncos last year, arrived at the Cowboys, um, and this year, I mean, you would have Munster and Dill Brown as the two best 5'8s in the comp. 
Jeez, I wouldn't have Tommy Dearden that far behind him this year. I think he's been incredibly impressive. I, he's blown me away just how good he is, and that's another little uh, another little red mark to the name of the Brisbane Broncos, and probably Kevin Walters as well, that they let this kid go. Um, they didn't want him. They weren't using him. They were going terribly. He arrives at a new club, which you know arguably had a worse roster and were in a worse position last year, or coming into this season anyway, and he absolutely kills it. He's been incredibly impressive, Dearden. Uh, ben Coates Grayson says Talakai good shout here as I said I'm very high on Talakai I can't believe the people that bag him next one comes from Abby Rumble says Lockie Miller Uh, yeah I was a little bit hesitant whether Lockie Miller would really hit the ground running in the NRL I'd seen him play some rugby sevens and some shoot shield and he stood out there but the transition is always very very hard I think he's handled it incredibly well as you guys know if you're a super coach player I brought him into my team for the last two weeks that's how high I am on him coming into the back end of the season. So, Lockie Miller, he's been very impressive. Uh, Datora Moana says, Isaiah Tass. Really good shout here. We spoke about Isaiah Tass in the preseason coming down from, I think he went Mackay, Bulldogs. Then he went back up to the Queensland Cup. Now he's arrived at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, something along those lines. And Isaiah's been very impressive for me. Playing left centre, it's a spot that's been very hard to fill for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Obviously, Dane Gagai uh, left a gaping hole there. And they've they've messed around with so many different guys there. And I think that coming into finals, they finally settled on Isaiah Tass, which was who uh, myself and Kempi wanted to see them trial in round one. So good to see. Dominator at eight says, Nanai, Joshua Roberts. Matt Lodge at a decent footy club has been enormous. Yeah, Matt Lodge at the Sydney Roosters has been one of the signings of the year in my import, in my opinion. And every single week, that signing gets more and more important. Uh, you've obviously got Takiyaho who's leaving next year. You've got Lindsay Collins, who's injured now. So this year, Matt Lodge is going to be incredibly important. But he could be incredibly important to the Roosters moving forward as well. You've got Jared Rhea Hargraves, who's obviously aging. And Matt Lodge, he's not incredibly young, but he's young enough to still have a number of very good years in him. So if JWH does just decide to hang up the boots. You do need an enforcer. You need a villain. And uh, Matt Lodge, he could be the perfect guy for the Roosters moving forward. As a footballer on the field, uh, there is no doubt he is an an incredible player and well worth having in your footy side on the field. Dylan Edwards. uh, MHUG71 says Dylan Edwards. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dill, he's been pretty appreciated for the last few years. I I definitely wouldn't say he's been a talent that's been unearthed this year. Josh Kahn says Jeremiah Nanai. Uh, LT Darius 00 says Sean Lane. I agree, mate. Sean Lane, uh, he's always been there and thereabouts. He's always been a solid first grader. He's always had too many errors in his game. He's been a little bit unreliable. Uh, but this year, he has just gone to a new level. And I personally think there's a really good chance he gets picked in a kangaroo squad at the end of the season, especially if Parramatta go deep into the finals. Uh, I think it's going to be really, really good for Sean Lane and his stocks as far as Kangaroos uh, World Cup tour goes. Uh, we've got Coach's Clipboard returning on Instagram and on the podcast a little bit later today, hopefully, if not definitely tomorrow. And Sean Lane, he's going to be a key guy we're going to talk about for the Parramatta Eels going up against the Penrith Panthers on Friday night. He's got a very important job, which we will touch on there. Brendo2208 says, Ilias. Yeah, love this one. I think Ilias has been great for them. He probably he hasn't been an absolute superstar, but he's done his job all season. Re-signed yesterday to 2025, which is great signs. Defensively, he's been targeted a lot, which happens in the NRL, but he's definitely improving his defense, despite sort of getting trampled a little bit by Angus Crichton last week. Uh, personally, if Luke Keary plays that well and isolates any halfback in this game with Angus Crichton at the speed and everything was going at, I think most guys outside of Jack White and Dylan Brown, Tom Dearden probably would have got uh, their ass handed to them in that game realistically. So credit to Luke Keary how well he played in that one. I'm not going to hold 
hold that terribly against Ilias, but he will learn lessons from it. I think he's been great. Uh, Cameron McKenzie won. Royce Hunt. Yeah, as you guys know, we've been talking about Royce, the choice for a number of years now. Debuted for the Canberra Raiders a very long time ago, 2017, I think it was. Sort of flew under the radar after that. Kind of fell off the grid, to be perfectly honest with you. He's bounced back up with the Sharkies. We posted about when he made his first game back last year. I'm a huge fan of Royce Hunt. I think he's got massive potential to not achieve the same things that Andrew Fafita did, but to have that sort of impact in games that Andrew Fafita used to have where he'd bump off three and four and turn for an offload. He's just got something about him, Royce the Choice. So I'm a big fan. Kay Daly says, Nanai, yeah, another great one. Hines is a half and a leader as well. It's a really good shout there, Hines. Obviously, he's played halves, you know, coming through the juniors and whatnot, but it's a big transition from playing juniors a few years ago to coming into the NRL in 2022 and leading a team around with a new coach and everything at a new club. Very, very tough. He's done incredibly well. But, yeah, I think the leadership of Nico Hines has been the true find at the Cronulla Sharks. He has been fantastic this year. Uh, the Jamie Nascar says, Sean O'Sullivan, and good one, SOS. He's been around a number of clubs now. What's he done? Brisbane, Roosters, Warriors, uh, Penrith. He, he's been around all over the place, SOS. He'll arrive at the Dolphins next year with Wayne Bennett as his coach and Peter O'Sullivan, his old man, as the recruitment manager. I'm very keen to see what Wayne does with Sean O'Sullivan. If they can manage to land a star 5'8", SOS will be a very, very good guy to have at halfback. But yeah, for the Panthers, he's been sensational this year. Uh, Shinod A says, JMK, Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, got a few here. Jeremy Marshall King, Jacob Kiraz, Max King, Matty Burton. So obviously a Canterbury Bulldogs fan. JMK, I absolutely love. He's played his best footy this year. He's been incredibly impressive. Kiraz, he has been one of the great unearthings of season 2022. Came from nowhere. Wasn't allowed to play in the first half of the season uh, because he was a development player or whatever it was. But once he got his opportunity, fuck, he took it. And he'll be one of the first pick for Canterbury next year. Maxie King as well. I fell in love with Max King a number of years ago playing for the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I watched a game that he got through a heap of work, and then I had him in Supercoach the next week, and he scored about 70 or 80 in base stats. He was incredibly impressive. Went to the Melbourne Storm, and I thought he'd absolutely fly there. Didn't quite play out the way I anticipated. He ended up at Canterbury, and now he's turned into, well, probably with Paul Vaughan gone and a little bit of mystery around Luke Thompson. I mean, there's an argument that he could be their, their number one front row forward there. So if Luke Thompson is fit, he obviously becomes number one, no doubt about that. But Maxi King, fuck, he's a good number two to have there. Uh, Sifatalakai, another good shout there. Jake Harvey, 61, says Suwali'i. Yeah, good one here. Suwali'i, obviously, uh, debuted last year. All the talent in the world. But this year, it's it's been the the defensive efforts and coming out of his own end that has impressed me so much. I know this kid can score tries. He can jump over people. He can do things that no one else can when scoring tries. But it's the tough stuff. It's the reads in defense. It's holding his nerve in defense as well. You never really see him shoot up and not make the right call. Uh, and it's coming out of his own end where he's just been so damaging. He's got Daniel Tupu on the other side, who I think is one of the best wingers to come out of his own end of the modern era. And Suli, he's what... 20 games into his first grade career, if that, and I already think he's probably better than Toops coming out of his own end, which is pretty scary. So great shout there. Can't wait to see him in the World Cup. Nanai, Nanai, Miller, Taylor May, Dylan Brown, Cowboys unlocking Deard, Nico Hines, Harry Grant from Cole Moore. Interesting one there. Obviously, Grant was sort of in a little bit in the shadow of Brandon Smith last year, uh, and he's sort of come into his own as a starting hooker this year. But I personally think he was unearthed last year. I understand where you're coming from, uh, but I probably wouldn't have him in this category. Uh, Harrison Smith said, Bo Fermor went up another level. 100% Bo Fermor for the Gold Coast Titans. I'm surprised he hasn't come up already. I hope he's mentioned a few more times. I think he's pretty underappreciated up there at the Titans. Uh, I'd, sorry, I shouldn't say that. I think Titans fans really appreciate Bo Fermor, but I think our 
outside of the Titans, he's really underappreciated by other people in this competition. He's been sensational. There's no doubt whatsoever in my mind that he has been the best back rower at the Gold Coast Titans this year, and his other back rower is David Fafita, who is probably the most naturally gifted back rower in this competition. So both Fermor, a champion effort this year. He's been unreal. Uh, from Anton Possa says, Nanai, Valia, Suali'i, Mam, May, Tungo, Tas, so many. Valia is the only one that we haven't mentioned from that list. I know Anton is a pretty big New Zealand Warriors fan, I believe. Valia, I've been very high on him since seeing him play for the Dolphins, I think, two years ago. Um, finally, this year, got to play some first grade. Sort of a little bit hit and miss at times, but as I always say with these guys, it'll take them 50-odd first grade games. Judge him in 18 months. Valia showed you what he can do last week off the scrum against the Gold Coast Titans. Scored a try that not many guys in this competition can score. So he is very talented, Valia. Uh, just give him time. He will be a real talent. Keely Thornhill, Sorensen. Yeah, I think if you understand footy, you've understood how important Sorensen has been the last few years, but especially this year, he has just turned into a juggernaut off the bench. He has gone to another level, Scotty Sorensen. Um, you know, you saw a couple of weeks ago, whenever the Panthers have an injury in their back row, whether it be kick out Liam Martin, whatever it might be, you can see Ivan Cleary is very hesitant to move Sorensen from the bench because he literally is the best edge player in, uh, sorry, the best bench player in rugby league. So he tends to bring up a Chris Smith or someone else to play that role. Uh, which is the ultimate compliment to Sorensen. We spoke about this at the start of the 2021 season. We are going through predicted teams, and for the Titans, we actually had Tino on the bench, and everyone blew up Deluxe. And I did a podcast saying... You need to stop looking at the bench as a negative. The bench is a key position in teams now. Impact during games is incredibly important. The era of your shit players go on the bench is so far behind us, it's not even funny. And I think people are starting to realise that now through guys like Brandon Smith, Scotty Sorensen, Spencer Lenius, you know, these sort of fellas. Uh, incredibly talented guys coming off the bench. Ryan Madison to play the, you know, the last 50 or the middle 40 or something. They have huge impact and it's better off having them there than starting them. And Scotty Sorensen is an absolute classic. Love that shout. Rhaenyra Proctor, Hudson Young. Yeah, Hudson Young, we've been a big fan of him his entire career. We've spoken about him a lot. Uh, we sort of came down to him or CHM. One of them, I think, was going to have a huge year this year. Hudson Young, he's the one that earned that back row opportunity and he hasn't let it go. He's another one. I actually think he'd be in front of Sean Lane as far as getting picked for the Kangaroos. I know it's becoming a pretty popular take now, Kangaroos uh, for Hudson Young, but when we said it you know, five or six weeks ago, it definitely did raise some eyebrows since then. He's absolutely carved it. He scored just about a try every week. I think he scored two tries on a couple of weeks as well. So Hudson Young, huge fan. Love that shout there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hulk Hogan official, not unearthed, but finally getting recognition he deserves. Dylan Edwards, yeah, interesting. Dylan Edwards got a few shouts here. Maybe I've sort of misunderstood where you guys are coming from. Yeah, not unearthed, but finally getting recognition. That's fair enough. Hulk Hogan official, I think someone else said it earlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, he finally is getting the recognition. I think he started to get it last year, but it just feels like every year he gets a little bit more recognition. You think, oh, he's not underrated anymore. And then the Panthers play a game without him, and you're like, oh, fuck, no, no, no. He is underrated still. They are a completely different outfit without Dylan Edwards, which is crazy. Nico Hines, Suwali'i for sure. Uh, Lodge at the Chooks, Taylor May, Nanai, Hudson Young, Ruben Garrick. Yeah, I think Garrick's had a great season, especially moving to fullback. We've obviously seen him play fullback before, uh, but I feel like his ball playing and everything at fullback this year went to another level. So good shout there by Jonah Wild. Uh, what have we got? Um, Jared Blake, Nanai, which everyone has mentioned, but also Tommy Gilbert. He played Origin this year out of absolutely nowhere, Tommy Gilbert, and did a really good job. I love that shout. Credit to the Dolphins. I think we've all been pretty critical or a little bit disappointed by their recruitment, but they did sign Tommy Gilbert well and truly before he became an Origin player. So a really, really good pick there by Wayne Bennett and the Dolphins. Hopefully he can be a premier forward over the next few years. Nanai, Talakai, Alexander Bruce. We love this one. Another kid we've been talking about for a long time. We were so confident he was going to be a success. Egan Butcher. We've been saying for a long time that we think Egan will be better than Nat. Uh, Nat's game has gone to a new level over the last year or two as well. So that'll be a really interesting um, two players to watch over the next decade or so to see who ends up on top. I still think Egan has untapped potential that we haven't even scratched the surface of. I think that when Takiyaho leaves and if Lodge does leave, if he doesn't stay at the Chooks, I think Egan Butcher, he'll turn into one of the premier middles over the next two or three years. So keep an eye on Egan. Nanai, Furmore, Jeremiah, Nanai, Val Holmes. Yeah, Val Holmes at centre has been fantastic as well. Pretty underappreciated uh, how he's moved position and just dominated there. Uh, one of his teammates here, we mentioned him a lot in the preseason, Ruben Cotter. This one comes from Blunter Bubbles. Uh, Ruben Cotter, we mentioned in the preseason, it was always a matter of time until this kid exploded. Uh, it was just a matter of whether his body would allow him to do it or not. Had the hamstring injury this year. Outside of that, no other major injuries for Ruben Cotter. And, you know, as you guys know, we called him to play Origin at the start of the season, which seemed just outrageous at the time. But he did manage to get there and fuck, didn't he show that he belongs in that arena as well? Pretty, pretty crazy. The other one from Blunter Bubbles X says, Sebastian Chris, uh, another one we've liked. He sort of fell off the radar in 2020, and then we're a little bit iffy on whether he's going to come back to rugby league or not, whether he had the passion to do it. But coming in this year, he's been very impressive. He's jumped in front of Jared Craig, who's played great footy. Um, Matty Tomoko was moved from the left to the right, and I think this has really been uh, the building of something special for Sebastian Chris, who played left center the, the back end of the season. He's been absolutely dominating it there outside of Jack White. And so Sebastian Chris is a cracking shout. B. Blake, 94, Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah, Cobbo played a lot of center last year and did well without being unbelievable. I had him in my Supercoach draft team last year. He was good, uh, but you could tell there was plenty more upside there. He went back to Queensland Cup, the grand final last year, absolutely dominated. Came into this season, really struggled for the first month. I sort of thought he had to go back to reserve grade. Then all of a sudden, he just went bang, and he went on this eight-game stretch where he was fucking incredible, forced his way into a state of origin side, did really well there, got concussed in game three, and it's sort of the season sort of faded away a little bit at the back end because he's done so much. But uh, yeah, his season's been incredible. I've been so impressed with Selvin Cobbo and his rise this year. 
Nanai, Kiraz, Suali'i, Suali'i, we got them. Ezra Mam, yeah, another one up the Brisbane Broncos. Obviously, didn't play their last game of the season, got dropped towards the back end. But Ezra, fuck, he's got some talent. He reminds, I think he reminds us all of a young Anthony Milford. Uh, can't wait to watch how his career unfolds. Uh, I'd chuck Chad, Chad Townsend in there. Yeah, I, I don't know about Chad Townsend. Big Les, obviously, he's been, you know, he's a premiership winner. He's done a heap over the last few years. You could argue that. He's got better up at the Cowboys from where he has been the last few years, but definitely a guy that's been a premier player in our game for a very long time. Kiraz, we mentioned him, and Matt Burton gets a lot of credit, but not enough for what he's done to that side. Yeah, I think next year will probably be the year for Matty Burton. This year, I think it's been a bit unfair on him because they fucked around with their halfback so much. That made life really hard for him. I think next year, Burton, when you get that edge of kick-out, shop, Josh Adokar, and then you give him a whole preseason next to Kyle Flanagan, I do think he will explode next year, Matty Burton. I think Canterbury, they're going to be a real danger side next year for a lot of teams. Hopefully they are because those fans, they have been through a lot, and they definitely deserve better than what they've got over the last decade or so. Guys, guys, those are the fellas that you suggested as being the greatest talents that have been unearthed in the NRL this year. Didn't have to be rookies. Could be guys a few years into their careers that have improved uh, without hitting any great heights before. Really good conversation there. Let me know if there's anyone that was not mentioned here that you think should have got a feature. Send me a message. Let me know who they are. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 